Hello and welcome to Black Door Music Arts. I am Karsten. I'm Carrie. And I'm Joshua. And I'm Barry. Love it. And we're all here. It's a magic moment. So I just want to go ahead and carry off right where we were here, or carry on. Carrie, shut up. That's where we're going to start with. Perfect. Um, I thought it was sheep. Josh was Jeez. just talking about how they're listening to Christmas music while doing the dishes on YouTube. And he said that his son is listening to bad. He's listening to, 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 yeah, to bad musical uh, school orchestras playing <laughs> Christmas music. And so, it is god awful. And I apologize if it if it comes on here. You're not going to recognize the tune if it's in the <laughs> background. But uh, yeah, I just want to go ahead and say this is our first episode of the holiday season, and we recognize Christmas. But honestly, there's a lot of other holidays. Just kind of Christmas has kind of been an important time to this podcast, and I wanted to go ahead and just say that I am really thankful. For the fact that my kids don't do Christmas concerts yet. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think, is the best gift that keeps on giving so far. And I yeah. know it's a, it's just time ticking down. But that makes me really happy around this time of year, is not <laughs> having my kids in Christmas concerts. That is a, that because is a good Thanksgiving. My, my wife says I probably wouldn't be bothered by it as much because it would be my kid. And I keep, and every time she says something like that, I always look at her and go, have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Literally judging music is like the one thing I have. <laughs> so, sorry, kid. They're going to go, Dad, what'd you think? Well, fucking suck, dude. Just I'll pick a beat or a tune, anything. Like, it'd be great. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <sighs> How's everyone else's holiday season going? Yeah, so speaking of school concerts, uh, I've got five of them to go to this next week. So, Oh! <laughs> yeah. Loser. I, w- I will say at, at, at least it's, you know, high school and, you know, late middle school. So, I was in a video production of our church's uh, Christmas program. Did you get a link? uh, yesterday which thankfully i don't have to go to this is going to be on youtube so yeah can we get a link (laughs) if you know which church i go to you'll find it which i okay fine i will write a letter (laughs) to your wife asking for the youtube link (laughs) yeah she doesn't uh, like you we we prefer that i am uh, very aware she doesn't like me that's why I'm going to write a letter. That way it shows I actually put thought and care into it. Yep. And uh, you should uh, request it with a cross-stitch into a pillow. Mm. Please send me the link of bear. And that's all I get out of it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Is. Your friends are fucking idiots. That's, what, that's There's all. a lot of blood on this pillow. <laughs> Did he stitch this or write it in blood? Is, is this a threat? Is this a threat? <laughs> Send the link. Ah, okay, so what we're really here for is we're here to talk about um, this album I didn't know existed until this year, um, CeeLo Green's Magic Moment. Apparently it's Carrie's favorite album. And boy, is yeah. it magical. 
Yeah, so it was released in 2012, and it's CeeLo Green's Christmas album. And right off the bat, if you've never heard it before, um, the thing you should know about it is it's essentially Christmas music strip club where <laughs> you show up with a shitload of singles and there is no continuity between it and you're just going to accept whatever shows up on stage. Yeah. Yep. And then, to just in case that wasn't enough, vibrata. Just vibrata. Just more and more and more and more, and that's an understatement of how much fucking vibrato there is in this. <laughs> and to me, I had never heard it, and I was all like, okay, it's CeeLo Green. I like CeeLo Green. The problem with things like that is once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Mm-hmm. And I heard it in the first minute of the first track. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's going to get you. Yeah. It was soulful. It was soulful. That's, that's what the description of the album was. It's soulful. This album is really good for a casual listen. Mm-hmm. Put it in the car while you're having a conversation with somebody. Fantastic. Yeah. Soulfully yeah. casual. In the background while you're doing something is how this album is yeah. intended to be listened to. Because I got to say, like the first song really just drags me in like, oh, okay, we're in, we're in for a little party. Yeah, it's Christmas, but it's some fat up-tempo. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a good time here. And if you're doing something and just let it go on in the background, it's great. Yeah, and I think that pretty much every song ends like it's the end of his Christmas special. Yep. And every song starts like it's the beginning of his Christmas special. And I don't know that there's a Christmas special in here. <laughs> it's not special. It's Look, it's just a dude that really likes Christmas songs. Sure. And can't hold him against. Just, I can't hold that against just him. How he feels the whole time. Yeah, and found that's a what way Christmas to means money. to him. You know what yeah. he doesn't like? Not vibrato drummers, because <laughs> except for one track, I'm pretty sure it's just a drum that was, machine. That was the one with the Muppets, right? Mm, no, uh, Run Run Rudolph. I don't know the one with the one with. The, okay, and we can go into this further. But the one with the Muppets starts, and literally as it starts, I listen to it with my wife, and I go. Is this Mambo number That's five? Exactly and literally, what yep. <laughs> Mambo number five is a Christmas uh, song now, and then it's I mana, mean, mana. Let's do it. And th- yeah, no. And then my wife's like, "Is this the Muppets?" I'm like, "What the fuck is this song? <laughs> it's fucking a Mambo num- number five copy. Me- it meets Christmas with." I wouldn't even like you like for the most part, it's just random Muppet noises, not even Muppets, just right. like random Muppet noises, and it wasn't until Miss Piggy came on that I was like, yes, for sure, this is the Muppets. Because mm-hmm. I stopped looking at my phone to understand what was going on with this album after track two, which is, baby, it's cold outside. Do it. You know, I was surprised to hear, uh, uh, well, via text message, <laughs> that this is one of Carrie's favorite albums, because that's number two, and it's a really done. Uh, it's a really good version with Christina Aguilera. I wouldn't go. A that baby, far, it's Barry. cold outside. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I said it. What that song really needed, which CeeLo Green found, was to make it slower mm-hmm. and creepier <laughs> yep. and more fucking vibrato. That's really <laughs> what the song's been missing. Like if you just add in more vibrato, it's less 
And well, if, no, it's it's actually more creepy. And if you take mm-hmm. the the bass adjustment on your drum machine and turn it all the way up, I think we can all agree that what baby it's cold outside was missing was Christina Aguilera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because we can all CeeLo Green. Well, both of them, but you know, Christina Aguilera, you you have the idea that she wants to have some part of sexual experience whereas sometimes you just don't know but christina aguilera done she's in and CeeLo green <laughs> <laughs> i've seen that dude driving around town and he saw me with his ex-girlfriend and he said some pretty mean words to me i'm just saying that guy's a dick He's not too nice to his ex-girlfriend either. Yeah. I mean, I can tell. It's probably because of the vibrato. It, it's pretty much torture. I re- okay. I'm sorry. I've brought it up a lot. I've only brought it up enough to be worthy of one of the songs. There's that much goddamn vibrato. <laughs> like, my whole thing is, like, at one point, I heard him hold a note for, like, a second. Mm-hmm. A second and a half without putting a vibrato. And then there it was. And for a second... That was the second of, like, pure bliss right. as I'm listening to this. Like, I literally heard, like, I felt the spirit of this holiday descend upon me for one second, and time, like, stood still. I felt like there was a cor- choir of angels that was just singing around, and then he started in his vibrato, and then I remembered, no, it's actually just the goddamn devil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, uh, growing up going to church, I thought that... Um, women sounded like that because they got old and their voice muscles got uh, got weak and they couldn't hold a note anymore. <laughs> and so they were just wavering above and below it thinking, eh, average is fine. Um, <laughs> but then later in like, I don't know, junior high, finding about vibrato and everybody's like, oh, vibrato is awesome. I'm like, really? Tell that to Miles Davis. Fuck you. I really hope that that's actually. I'm just imagining you wearing like a cabbie hat or whatever it is that you say the technical name is that I can never remember. Black cap. Sure. And like, I'm just imagining you in middle school, like snapping your fingers, walking down the hallway with like a white button down shirt tucked into your jeans. And you're like, if you think vibrato's cool, you tell that to Miles Davis. Yeah. I'm out. Hey, Paul Simon <laughs> says, go fuck yourself with that vibrato. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a t shirt. And then I want to go, like, hang out at a choral festival. <laughs> uh, I will admit, things I'm really sensitive to, just massive amounts of vibrato and people who don't understand, and this is groups of any kind, don't understand how to use dynamics. Right. All falsetto all the time is actually not that interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was thinking. Because, like, you know, when you started with uh, what Christmas means to me, pretty fun song and you're moving through and you're like okay but by the time you hit number five white christmas you're like oh that's why bing crosby's an artist and you're a singer right right now i mean like <laughs> we're really shitting on this album but i will say white christmas is one where i actually was like i think i've heard enough i don't know that i need to listen to the rest of this album yeah, like we know how it ends i i I had listened to the beginning of white christmas and i was t- and my wife was like oh what are you guys recording on and i was like 
the CeeLo Green Christmas album. She goes, CeeLo Green has a Christmas album? I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I go, there's a lot of vibrato. Vibrato over drum tracks the whole way. Well, and honestly, she was like, how is it? And that's where I actually was, I'll admit it, guys. I reused my strip club joke. I actually described it to her as a strip club. It's all singles. And she was like, oh, and I'm like, I should remember that and use it in the episode. Ah. Well, there it, it is. Hey, good thing. You yeah. know what? You're getting a lot of mileage out of it because that's the second time we've heard it. Well, I know. That's the third time I've mentioned it. Hey, <laughs> That's not true. I told my dad to. Um, anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> just skipping right along, I turn it on at White Christmas is where my wife starts listening to the album with me. And we just we're listening through it. And she's just like, huh. I'm like, oh, what do you think? She goes, oh, it's Christmas music, I guess. And I was like, see, this is the type of album that gives Christmas music a bad name. Right. It really is. Because I want to know how many fucking Lamborghini payments he got out of this. Probably quite a few. Yeah, yeah quite a few. I, I will uh, say, so I was listening to this, uh, and uh, my kids were listening to it with me, and the, like, we were kind of half paying attention to it. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We now understand everything here. <laughs> You listened to this album, and it drove your children to listen to middle school <laughs> concerts after enduring this album. Holy crap. You know what you I want to hear? hear High voices and too much verbata. <laughs> I'm, I'm a shitty dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the album ended, and they're like, well, I guess it's over. <laughs> and it was like, that was it. And, on really intense <laughs> silent night. You know how those yeah. uh, that really ends. I listened to it today while uh, decorating my Christmas tree because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what this album is for. Like, you listen to track one with some intention and then you just leave And then it you on finish the, the tree and then... Right, mm-hmm. and then you're done. Yep. But I have yeah. to say, the turn from track 10, which is All I Want for Christmas, into track 11, oh, which is Mary, yeah. did you know, Mary Did You Know, was a drastic God, emotional damn. change. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? Honestly, none of these songs actually don't make a a smooth transition. None of them do, but that one particularly jarring. It sounds like the ending of an explode of like a big of like a big band ending every single song, right? Mm -hmm. And then they start it back off with just generic pop, and I mean, like that's just where it is. Like it literally transitions into this just. Well, and huge closing number. Number seven turns into a, a really weird social. You're a mean one, yeah. Mr. Grant. Yeah, what that just is. like uh, with straight no chaser. Right, and and honestly, I I love what they were doing with that, but it's like, how does this belong here? You just had the drum machine thumping, and now we're on a completely acapella, Mr. Grinch reprisal. I feel like that should be yep. the title of this album. How does this belong here? <laughs> How does this belong here? I feel like I'm going to sit. So we have a standard of keeping the name of the album in the, in the title, but I would literally be tempted to just say, how does this belong here instead? Yeah. That really, like, <laughs> each track is standalone and independently not terrible. I'm not going to say they're good. I don't necessarily, I've listened to this album. It was successful. As Christmas albums go, it's generic Christmas music. Yeah. I will probably never listen to it again. There may be a track that may play, and that's fine. I'm never going to seek this out again. 
each individual track, though, could land on a playlist, and I probably wouldn't skip most of them. Right. But mm-hmm. together, it's... Yeah. I made this reference to another artist on an album that ha- or an episode that hasn't been released yet, that when there's just too much of the, of the artist being the artist, I just don't like it. I need the artist version, the light version of it. I don't want the Budweiser. I want the Bud Light. Right. I want the Bud Light equivalent of this CeeLo Green album. Well, what's interesting is like it, it's <laughs> he's switched from hip hop to a, a, basically an album of standards, but then he keeps mm-hmm. the production from hip hop into his standards, and it's like yeah. you basically tore out any of the feeling. Because, you know, standards, you may not have a time, you may as well not have a time signature because you're going faster or slower depending on what Sinatra says, you know? I mean, but here they're so click tracked that everything is right on the beat and it's boring. And the drum is a machine and there's no fills except for on one song. And everything's got no enthusiasm except for one guy doing runs up and down in falsetto everywhere over the scene. Oh, it was the so, it was the Casio button fill too. It was great. <laughs> so, like I think if someone were to have told me that this was recorded with CeeLo Green, like everything was pre-recorded on the production side except for CeeLo Green, he walked in and did all of this in one take and walked out an hour later. I would probably I, I, I might question, like, an hour? Are you sure it wasn't two? But, like, it's not that it was bad. It's just, like, CeeLo Green's a great performer. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not going, I'm not going to trash on it. I'm not going to talk about any of his politics or anything else. He is a good performer. He is a very talented vocalist, and there is no question in listening to this that he is a talented vocalist. This seemed like a cash grab more than a performance piece. And if he needed the money, power to him. You did it successfully. Let's see, United States, the album debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 in the first week, selling 400,000 copies and peaked at number one on the chart, <laughs> and also peaked number four on Billboard's top R&B hip-hop albums and number six on the Holiday Albums chart. It ranked 153 on the 2013 year-end Billboard Top 200. And as of October 15th, the album had sold a lot, just a fucking lot, a shit ton. <laughs> So I think that the whole deal here is no one is here to say it's not a successful album. But, man, it feels like a cash grab. It feels like the type of thing I would send to my mother-in-law when she says she needs some new Christmas music. Here's this thing. It's just filling the <laughs> void of sound until New Year's. You know, I, I kind of agree with you. First of all, I think it's vanilla. It doesn't make sense. But when you look at each of these individual tracks – they're way more thought out than just a cash grab. I mean, maybe it's cold outside. He's got Christina Aguilera. <coughs> Drink. Um, All I Need Is Love. It was with the Muppets. Uh, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. A whole new arrangement with Straight No Tracer. Uh, You know, he's got Rod Stewart and Trombone Shorty on Merry Christmas, Baby. It, You know, he's got, like, all this stuff that you know Somebody took. Somebody read, read the wiki page. <laughs> reading it right now um but the point is you he's got through all this stuff contracts and schedules and it's just a, a ton mm-hmm. of pain in the ass he went through the work and then it just turned out kind of meh 
Can I just say, I really doubt that CeeLo Green went through that much work on this, but probably the people who are either the producers or the people who are putting it out went through all that trouble. No, I understand that CeeLo Green's not on the fucking telephone, but who's paying for it? You know, he's going to pay for it one way or the other. Yeah, with us shitting on him. Right. And now, <laughs> year after year. Maybe the magical moment he's gonna is pay for this it. conversation. And, and yeah. Just, and just maybe that's what the season is all about. Shitting on no, CeeLo I mean, Green. It was Beautiful, Josh. <laughs> Th- I thank mean, you. It, was, I, it wasn't I am a, a small heart. label either. <laughs> like, it, it, it was a major record release. It was a big thing. And again, yes, you're right. When I say it was a cash grab, it's not that it was a poorly produced, thrown together. There you go. Oh, no. It was thing. poorly produced. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. When I meant produced, I meant the amount of work that went into making this happen. This was no small. Th- this wasn't thrown together in someone's basement and then released. This was a lot of money thrown at this album because the return was going to be there. And I think that the return definitely has been yeah. there. Right now, I recognize a number of those songs because you hear them. Mm-hmm. You hear them on the radio. You hear them. Mm-hmm. You hear it all around you in the air you breathe. The music, the new Matrix is coming out, so I mean, yeah, yeah, gotta go there. <laughs> but like, it's it's definitely making all of the WalMarts, all the Target playlists around this time. It's gonna be there, like a number of these. Well, and that's but what it's like made for, I think. Like, I don't think it's right. oh, it's not sure. an album that's like has an arc, telling a story, makes sense together. It's cherry pick which songs you like, put them on your playlist, hit the shuffle button, and let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to do enough. Welcome to Carrie's Christmas. One of these <laughs> is going to land. At least one of these is going to land on all the major retailers playlists every year. So I can have royalties coming back. Mm-hmm. I don't need all of them to. I just really need one to two for the royalties. But I'm going to throw out for what? 15 options, 14 options for them to pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's literally like the eye doctor. Number one or two. <laughs> Number three or four. Track one or two. Oh, two's out. Baby, it's cold outside. Doesn't play anymore. Let's throw on White Christmas. (laughs) Wait, I like number four. Can we switch back to that one? The Christmas song? Yeah. And I will say, like, I know the joke with you're saying, but I like that when you're reading through it also, three is the Christmas and four is the Christmas song. (laughs) Yeah. The Christmas song. The Christmas song. The Christmas song is where I couldn't not notice the bad drum machine anymore. It was like in your fucking face relentless. And I was like, oh, it's in your ear face. We call that Samba. (laughs) I don't know. I'm still saying, though, when we got to all I need is love and I'm literally like, this is this is Mambo number five. I don't (laughs) think that one. I think it would have been better if they would have just played all. (laughs) What is love? You know, (laughs) Yep. I wish that they had done Mambo yeah. number five, but with Christmas-themed names for all the women. That's what no, this it, album no, needs. No, 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 no. The reindeer. Each of the yes! reindeer. <laughs> so it's really just a song about some guy having an affair with all the... Re- it's written from Rudolph's perspective, working <laughs> through the reindeer. Oh, damn. We need this in our lives. Okay, I'm just looking this up. It is available on vinyl. No, I have not ordered it. But I just yes, realized that... I oh, just, I thought you meant the Mambo Number no. 5 song that was no. written about the reindeer. I was like, I was getting <laughs> really excited. <laughs> no, but I'm and just realized CeeLo is in a, a Rolls Royce uh, 
being pulled by three wait for it horses. Of course. What the? F- what? Why? Why would? Why would his Rolls Royce being pulled for horse by horses? Three of them. Why? Horse why would he just go, go with? Why wouldn't he just go with reindeer? Can you also point out that it appears to be in space? Yeah. And that well, he isn't driving. It's being driven by a reindeer. Oh, it's I being... feel like you're missing oh, half missing of it? the interesting <laughs> stuff on this picture. I'm, it's too if you're going to unpack okay. it. Okay. Oh, you're right. And then, is that a copy of his album falling out of the back of the car? Because I believe I was yeah, trying to figure out of his album yeah. out the back of the car. Like he's like, this is shit. Throw it out the back. It's falling out. The reindeer yeah. having hands is also oddly upsetting to me. Disconcerting, yeah. Yeah. What if, uh, not not the reindeer wearing a full suit. No, that no, too. I mean, no, you can put a it's not, reindeer in a suit, but it's not as bad hands. as the hands to me. That's yeah. I mean, it makes about as much sense as the album. So. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. I, ju- I just don't. There, someone made a whole lot of choices here. Yeah. And I don't understand yeah. the choices. I mean, I the think they forgot the horn on the unicorns. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to be at this pitch meeting. Well, you, you and say. And see the it, other choices oh, that were available. Yeah. You say it looks like he's going through space. It does not look like he's going through space. It looks like he's going through a strip club <laughs> with no floor. Oh, my Trend. God. It really does. It really does. does. <laughs> He's he's transcending Damn. right now. That's what that is. Can I also say are there are there any ropes or anything attaching these uh, horses yeah. or is he there's actually trying to run them over? The, oh, that's an excellent <laughs> question. That is an excellent question. Because he looks Blitzen really excited about whatever he's angry. doing. Uh, yeah, he is leaning forward in anticipation. Yeah, he is. He's bracing for contact. He's like sitting in the back seat, holding on to the top of the windshield. Yep. And the windshield is too Get short. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Those horses are not towing this upon more detailed inspection. This, these horses are about to be murdered. Huh. It's a magical moment. <laughs> <laughs> See those magic moments. Kill those fucking horses. <laughs> and why is he making the reindeer run them over? I do not fucking know. Like literally, again, there was a choice. Horses aren't allowed no, to start. That's up. not good. So many choices were made in this. Yeah, so many someone, choices. Someone pitched something else. Yeah, there were options. It was said no. I love and the I fact say, that there is a, there is a, there is a graphic designer who had to produce like ten options, <laughs> and this one was not the worst. Okay, I feel like it's also still to be brought up one more time. It's still not really clear what the magic moment is. <laughs> if you've been to and a strip club, it's begin, pretty clear. <laughs> it's the magic moment is when you're being chauffeured. This is definitely a drug trip, but when you're being chauffeured <laughs> by a reindeer on your way to a strip club and With murdering presents. horses on the way. <laughs> Giving presents to all the good girls and boys. <laughs> Which are just your hmm. albums? I guess. I mean, well, I mean, they're, bo- they're boxes, too. Presumably other things. 
Um, well, yeah, but no. Do you see? There's actually three the vinyl. albums on there. Are those all CeeLo Green albums? Yes, they are. I zoomed pictures. in, and they're all CeeLo Green albums. I, I, yeah, I, I was like, two of them are. That's I didn't know awesome. about the the one to the the lower one. Yep. Wow. And also, when you're driving a Rolls Royce, the uh, flying lady descends into the grill. So that's just incredible. Okay, I hate to belabor the point, but if you zoom in on the face that the reindeer is making, there is. It's. It's really looking like it's it's getting ready to hit. <laughs> There's something it's happening. Re- it's there. so awkward. Damn, is it wrong that this made me like the album a little more? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a question. Why why is there okay, so there's stars in the background, but then all of a sudden on the reindeer's right index finger there's a there's a glint. Is that a star? What is going on there? It's a diamond ring, fool. <laughs> it's no. It's also on fr- on. It's on all of the um. Uh, it's on their legs too. Oh yeah. God, this yeah. is. Oh man. So weird. Also, I don't and know it's why. It's like they stars. they for like so they chose the album work and then they were like, wait, it's just purple. We need to add stars on top of everything. Yeah. Well, of course, also because because if it's you're going on his coat, if you're going to accompany red. Purple is your first choice. Okay, real quick, though. For our Christmas album, yeah. This is a plea. <laughs> if any of you by any chance have contact with this graphic designer, <laughs> we want to talk to that yes. person. Please. Oh I really gosh. want to have a conversation with them about what other options there were or if this was literally someone came in and said, this is exactly what we want make it happen, and you came back like, okay, here it is, and they were like, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> you nailed it. You did it. Here's a bonus. <laughs> okay, well, does any okay, so I, I feel like we haven't really said a whole lot of positive about this. It, it's, it's, your, it's your standard Christmas yeah. stuff. Mm, mm. That, that's all. The first track is very it, fun. I like it. Yeah. It's better than some Christmas albums we've reviewed on this podcast. That's true. Yeah. That's it's not not even by like a a, a a small margin actually. It's actually much better than some other Christmas albums we listened to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if anybody has anything else to wrap it up with, but it's not the worst we've heard. Thanks, CeeLo. <laughs> You've given us something, CeeLo. You sure have. A magic if moment. If nothing else, I. I really want to get that that print. I want a print of it now, of that album artwork. Man, it's almost worth buying the vinyl. Yeah. just for forty dollars is a lot to pay for a gag gift. Just wait till July. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that All is right. wall worthy. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a magical moment, and uh, I guess really in conclusion, baby, it's cold outside. Well, for the Black Door Music Argument, I've been Karsten. I have been Carrie. I've been Joshua. And I've been Barry. Thank you for sharing your time. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. 
Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside.